confusion. It's going to happen. But when? Now you say. Wait a minute. I'm losing all train of thought. When to fuse or not to fuse? That is the question. Actually, we're making, we're making progress on fusion. There are two really cool laser fusion experiments that are in planning slash execution stages. The first one is called Hyper. It's got a cool name. It's in Europe. It's a huge mega fusion project. It stands for High Power Laser Energy Research. Basically, France, the UK, and the Czech Republic are involved right now. But what they're gonna do is use a high-powered laser to compress a pellet of deuterium and tritium. These are heavy hydrogen isotopes to a density 30 times that of lead. That's wow. pretty dense. <laughs> and then a second laser pulse would then shoot the pellet in order to raise its temperature to more than a million degrees Celsius. The thing is, this hasn't actually happened yet. If everything goes well, it will. But it takes a lot of resources and a lot of money. Laser fusion works conceptually the way any atom fusing technology would, by fusing two hydrogen nuclei and forming helium, and releasing a whole lot of energy in the process. In theory, fusion creates more energy than it uses. But scientists haven't been able to uh, achieve this outcome yet. Thus far, all fusion attempts have put more energy into the system then they've gotten out of it. So that doesn't doesn't do them much good. How's it gonna get more energy out? It must be... Um... When the atoms fuse, they release energy. Oh, they must be converting some of the mass to matter. E equals mc squared. Exactly. Oh, okay. You're on point. Nice. I guess you have to love fusion. It uses e equals m when do you get to use E equals mc squared? <laughs> fusion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> don't, don't die. <laughs> So the the Europeans, you always hear about these great projects in Europe. What about the Americans? And like ETER is in Europe. And Hyper is in Europe. Yeah, we had... Europe's we had, on the fusion train. We were doing train fusion here, like at UCLA, but it was closed down. Well, like I'll that. tell you something. So are we going to do it here? Yes. Have you ever heard of the National Ignition Facility? Yes, I have, actually. Well, they're doing a huge project there. Scientists there have been working to achieve self-sustaining nuclear fusion and energy in the lab there. Uh, basically, they have 192 giant lasers housed in a 10-story building the size of three football fields that have the capacity to deliver 60 times more energy than any previous laser system. Now, what they're going to do is focus 2 million joules of ultraviolet laser energy on a tiny target in the center of its target chamber, creating conditions similar to, to those that exist only in the cores of stars and giant planets and inside nuclear weapons. The resulting fusion reaction will release many times more energy than the laser energy required to initiate the reaction, thus hopefully creating fusion that everybody so desperately wants. So the National Ignition Facility experiment is supposed to launch, hopefully sometime in 2009. So this very well could be a goal, a New Year's resolution that is actually reached, which is kind of cool. Wow, this might be the one that this we might be the have one. this year. Yes. Or quantum, no wait, quantum computers, that's after no. we're dead. Sometimes I feel like I just want to disappear. Well, it might be possible one day, and that's thanks to metamaterials that scientists are currently working on. In the case of invisibility cloaks, 
These special kinds of materials would need to curve light completely around an object, like a river flowing around a rock, that can reverse the natural direction of visible and near-infrared light. So for material that have a positive refractive index means that the light actually slows down in that material and that causes an object in that material to look bent. For instance, if you have a pencil in a cup of water, it'll look like the pencil is bent when it goes through the water. Also, if you look down in a swimming pool, and if I saw Nadia swimming near the bottom of the pool, she would look like she was swimming a little closer to the surface than she really is. So if she was at the bottom of the pool, she would look like she was closer to the surface. These metamaterials, they have a in negative index of refraction. And that would mean that instead of a pencil being looked like it was bent into the water, when I looked at it, it would look like it was jetting out of the surface of the water. Or in the swimming pool, it would look like Nadia was swimming above the water. Awesome. That sounds crazy. Now, these materials that create this negative index of refraction are really difficult to build. So it's going to be some time before they can get them. That's why it's, this is one of our New Year's resolutions for physics. More like decades resolutions. Yeah, these are, these are hopeful resolutions. So these materials, why they're so difficult to construct is that they are made of a structural array. This is like the atomic scale. Where the array of these, this material is smaller than the wavelength of the light beam. Used. And these materials are made out of silver and magnesium fluoride, and they're cut into nanoscale-sized fishnet patterns. And they create layers that, so when the light hits these layers, it interacts with the magnetic field of the light, which is actually one of the first types of materials to, to do this. So constructing these metamaterials is very difficult because these layers are very small. So making a big cloak of this material that I can put over myself, or a swimming suit that would make you look like you're swimming above the water, is not gonna come for a long time. I'm waiting for the show. <laughs> so these physicists work on these med materials. It's all just kind of metaphysics. That's such a horrible joke. That was terrible. All right. Cut.